Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode on our series Virtue and Vice. Tonight's type, we're going to be talking about the ISFP, also known as the artist. Uh, they are informative, responding, control, behind the scenes. And the uh, artists and temperament, SP types, freedom-based creators. So the ISFP... One of the uh, freer of all the types, given that they are a freedom-based creator, but where they're able to take their art is just absolutely astounding. And that usually comes as a result of their virtue and in some cases their vice. It really just depends on how it's all applied and what the practical application is, right? So, ISFPs. I've had the uh, pleasure of knowing plenty of ISFPs and each of them more towards their virtue and some of them more towards their vice, but regardless, they're enjoyable no matter uh, what state they're in that I've found, but in terms of their ability to produce and their ability to create art, create amazing art, be that from playing the violin uh, landscaping, uh, movies, and I mean, I'm being serious when I say landscaping, right? You just give one an excavator and you have no idea what they're going to do to, uh, change the, uh, physical environment of the, uh, property in which they live. It's completely different and very interesting, uh, development, right? So, what does that mean? It means a lot, especially in terms of their virtue and vice. So, their virtue is diligence, and their vice is idleness. Diligence versus idleness. I gotta be honest with you, like, from ISFP point of view, the ones that I know of at least, they are literally the most diligent of all the types. I have never seen somebody work so hard. I mean, I could make the argument that the ISTP is probably the most hardworking of all the types. I really could make that argument. But, as far as that goes, it's not really their, it's not really their primary, right? Their primary is joy versus melancholy, but ISFP, the primary, is diligence versus idleness. Why are they so diligent? Well, it's because they have to feel good about what they're doing. When they start an art project, they're not necessarily going to finish, right, until, until the project is done. Because they're not going to feel good until it's done, essentially. That's just something that they, they often have to deal with in that regard because their art or whatever it is they're focusing on doing is so important to them. It's actually a representation of who they are on the inside, right? Part of their core nature, right? That art means, well, it means everything to them. Anything that they're going to spend their time on, that they're gonna focus on, that they're gonna take charge on, whatever project that is, they do it from the point of view of it being an art, right? It's no longer just 
a mechanic. It's no longer just a, uh, a random point of view. It's no longer a means to an end. It is all about putting every fiber of their being into what it is they're doing, right? They have to feel good about what they're doing at the end of the day. So that's what makes them so diligent. My former father-in-law, for example, he is an ISFP. He is the most diligent man I have ever met. He's like 74, 75 years old. He works on a farm, runs a farm. Uh, he's out there from sunup to sundown with, you know, the nap in the middle of the day. And he's constantly inventing new things, new ways of doing things. He's got his tractors, he's got his farming equipment, and he consistently produces on his crops on a regular basis. And it's an art to him. He's always coming up with new strategies, like, for example, coming up with a, a, a compost tea to see if that would give him a better yield or a better quality crop, right? Because to him, the land itself is his canvas with which he paints upon. I remember one time, left to his own devices, all of a sudden you come back and there's a new pond on the property, right? And it's like, wait a minute. How did that happen? Where did that... Where did that pond come from? Well, again, the land is his canvas, and he diligently works on it. His work is never done. He uh, designed his own house, for example. Designed it, and uh, it's a house unlike anything I have ever seen. Completely unique to him and his own design, his own brand, as it were. And that house is completed, and I've been in it, and it is the most amazing thing. I have ever seen. A lot of people don't really realize just how amazing, you know, technology or uh, architecture can be, and that an ISFP can produce it on their own. You know, that's amazing. It's really amazing, and he diligently works at it every day. Doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Sunday. He's out working, he's out producing, he's out making sure every single moment of his time is of value. And that right there is the foundation behind uh, ISFP diligence because they have to make sure that every moment of time that they spend is of value. That even includes going to, uh, going to the store. They're not going to feel good about going to the store or running errands. They're just not going to feel good about it unless they're able to get multiple birds with one stone, right? They're not just going to go willy-nilly and do one thing. They have to have a plan, right? They have to feel good about getting a list of tasks done all at once, right? Such is the way of the ISFP and their diligence. Diligence is everything. And when they're working in their future and their virtue, they can accomplish anything. You can see examples of this from the ISFPs who were who were diligently working and producing their art for the Renaissance, for their patrons, etc. Was Leonardo an ISFP? Was Michelangelo an ISFP? Who knows? 
Many people argue that Da Vinci was an ENTP, but it's possible. Very possible, actually. But at the same time, you know, the ISFP diligence is very prevalent within the Renaissance. So, diligence is everything, and it all comes from the fact that what they're doing has to have a value, has to have a core value behind what they're doing. To them, value can be placed on something if, uh, if it has volume, right? Value and volume go together for ISFPs, actually most FITE users. Because the ISFP, like most FI users, if they can accomplish a lot, a lot of tasks, like a huge list of things at once, then they can feel good about themselves, right? Because it's a list, right? It's all about that list. Well, that's, that list can also be their downfall. And that's where their vice of idleness comes in. Sometimes when an ISFP is presented with a plan or a task list that is so huge, they look at it and they're like, really? And then they lose all motivation because it's just so overwhelming for them. It is completely overwhelming. And then they go idle. And they end up, instead of being the most productive human being in society, well, I'm just not in the mood for it anymore, man. Or I'm not in the mood to do this, man. If they don't see the value in what they're doing, they're not going to do it. And they literally become the most idle. Wouldn't really say lazy so much as they're just not in the mood to produce. Because if it's not coming from them and their own core value system inside of themselves, they're not going to have any motivation to do anything. If it's being imposed upon them by someone else, they're going to take their jolly sweet time. They're going to drag their feet. They're going to lack all motivation. They're not going to accomplish anything. That's why if you have an ISFP working for you, you have to be very careful because if they don't buy into your vision, expect them to treat their your that job, that position that you hired them for, as just another nine to five. And they will do the absolute least amount of work possible throughout the day because they're just not in the mood for it. They don't care. They don't care about your vision. It doesn't match. It doesn't match their value system. And that lack of matching in the value system just means, well, I'm not interested, right? If they don't value what's being done, they're just going to be as idle as possible. Again, dragging their feet. It gets even worse. Let's say an ISFP is in a family situation, right? Parenting children. And their spouse is not interested in what they've accomplished. They're trying to show their spouse or their family members, hey, look what I did. Hey, look what I did. You know? And because it's, hey, look what I did, you can see all these amazing things I made for you, right? Well, that's the, that's the difference. If you're ignoring the ISFP, the ISFP is just going to go super idle. 
and not be interested in handling chores anymore or parenting children anymore. Because from their point of view, it's like, well, if they don't think that well of me, then I'm not really interested in doing anything for them right now. I'm gonna do something that I like to do. That's very normal for ISFPs. Very, very normal. Diligence versus idleness. An ISFP, once they get going, there is nothing that's going to stop them. They are the unstoppable force. But it's one of the reasons why they are built for a relationship with the immovable objects of the 16 types, which are SFJs, right? SFJs are built to take punishment, right? They're built to uh, basically take what the ISFP dishes. They're the unstoppable force. They meet the, uh, the immovable object, right? So that's the whole point. That's the whole point behind them. That's the whole point behind that type. The idleness can be a problem. It could be a problem not just in their working relationship. It could be a problem in their romantic relationship. Because it's like, oh, the ISFP has become idle with the relationship. The ISFP, it's like the ISFP all of a sudden just forgets that anniversaries exist. That Mother's Day is a priority. The ISFP will just start deprioritizing everything in the relationship. If the ISFP feels that what the ISFP is doing is not thought of highly enough, not appreciated, not valued, because the ISFP walks around worried that people don't value, uh, they don't feel good about the ISFP, they don't value what the ISFP is doing, much less that the ISFP is afraid of what other people think of the ISFP, that could be a problem, right? So how do you avoid this? How do you, how do you combat this? Well. There are a couple of uh, strategies. So if you're in a relationship with an ISFP and you need to get them back into being the most diligent of all the types, right? Get them back in their, uh, their virtue. There are a couple of strategies that you could do it. One, always tell them that you think highly of them. Always allow them to show you what you're doing. Always appreciate the art that they're creating. Appreciate what they're showing to you, right? If you do this, they'll be like, wow. And they'll want to become more supportive of you and they'll want to reciprocate that back to you because they feel valued, because they see that you are continuing to be thoughtful towards them. Your thoughtfulness directly translates into productivity, diligence on the side of the ISFP. Just by you being thoughtful just by you having them in mind, right? Just by you allowing them to get multiple birds with one stone and having a plan. I get that if you're like in an SFJ and you're in a relationship with an ISFP that you need a plan and you're gonna plan things out, but don't let your plans get in the way of the ISFP.